What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the HWS Podcast, also known as the Health, Wealth, and Sports Podcast. I'm your host, William Andres, and in this podcast, we will discuss an array of different topics from fitness to financial literacy and sports. If this is something that you might find yourself interested in, well, this is the podcast for you. Please stay tuned. Don't forget to follow the HWS podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You could also find me on my social media page on Instagram under the HWS underscore podcast, on YouTube under William Andres, and on Twitter under Mr. Andres. What's going on, family? What a great night to drop a bonus podcast for you. Tonight was the opening night of the NBA season, and uh, we got some really great storylines on the opening night. Now, you know that I love the Golden State Warriors, but I'm also a Lakers fan. I was a Lakers fan back in the Shaq and Kobe era. Uh, I'm a Laker fan in the LeBron era, so these were two teams that I'm really emotionally invested in, and they came to play tonight. We got uh, to see... The new look Lakers with Russell Westbrook, with Carmelo Anthony, with DeAndre Jordan. And, you know, you got your core group of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And we got to see the Golden State Warriors. Despite, you know, Clay not playing, the Golden State Warriors still got the win. And it just was uh, some entertaining basketball. But I want to talk about something else. There are two storylines that dominated the NBA Uh, before the season started, and I think that they are worth covering in this podcast because we talk about finances and we talk about sports and fitness, and these two players uh, pretty much dominated the NBA headlines prior to the season beginning, and the two players that I'm talking about are Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. Now, both of them took two very different stances, but these two stances that they took uh, greatly w- will greatly affect their wallet, their pocket, the money, whatever you want to call it, their bag. Uh, it will definitely um, affect them. Now, both of them take took two stances, uh, two different stances uh, on two different things. Kyrie Irving on the vaccination policy, uh, not even by the NBA, but by the state of New York. And Ben Simmons just not wanting to play for Philadelphia because of the situation that happened in the playoffs last year. So let's dig deep into what's going on. So like I said, New York has a uh, vaccination mandate. Basically, if you work in the city of New York, you are being forced to be vaccinated. Now, you know my personal stance on vaccination. If you've been listening to this podcast in season one, you know that I am personally vaccinated. And that's just my personal opinion. I don't think that you should uh, have to force anybody to be vaccinated if they don't want to. But at the same time, if you take that stance, you should also know that business owners have the right to say, you know what, we don't want to service you or uh, you can't work for me. So that's a, you know, that's a choice that you make. And this is a choice that Kyrie Irving has made. But let's look into what Kyrie stands to lose if he stands his ground on not being vaccinated. So I did a little bit of research and uh, netwire slash USA today.com. 
uh, says that Kyrie Irving is set to make $34,916,200 this season. Now, New York, because of their mandate, Kyrie would not be able to play in home games in the city of New York or the state of New York. Uh, So basically, that means he's not going to be able to play in any of the home games. So if he can't play in the home games, that means he's going to miss out on half of his salary, which is going to be $15,580,000. So if you break that down, that means he's basically cutting his salary in half and he's only fit to make, he's only going to make $19,336,200. Now, that's a pretty good salary, like just for working half your job. Like anybody would take that. Now, Kyrie is saying that he's standing up for the voiceless people in society, people that are being forced to lose their job. Like, you know, uh, the nurses who worked throughout the pandemic and we were praising them for being uh, essential workers are now losing their jobs because, you know, they took a stance and said, you know what, I don't want to be vaccinated. And many of these cities are saying that, you know what, we're mandating it. And if you don't get it, we're going to force your employer to fire you. So Kyrie said, you know what, I'm going to be a voice for the voiceless and I'm going to stand up for these people. Now, if you're looking at it from one perspective, you're saying, you know what, this is a very honorable thing for Kyrie to do. And I honestly think that it is as well. But this is the difference. Kyrie, you're going to make $19,336,200. That's more than most people will ever see in their lifetime. Now, you have the right to make whatever decision you want to. You're your own man. You're your own free thinker. But let me talk to you for a second, brother. Do you really want to leave this amount of money on the table? Are you really willing to leave $15,580,000 on the table? And this is not even including the uh, you're going to play the Knicks because obviously they're in the Eastern Conference. So you're going to play a couple of games against the Knicks. And if you you're going to lose out on even more money. So if you count the two games that you're going to play against the Knicks, you're going to lose Sixteen million three hundred and forty thousand. Now, that's a lot of money. And I get that you have to prove a point and you're saying that, you know what, I'm willing to stand on it. And it's not about the money and it's the morals that I have, which are all commendable things. But. You have the ability to make generational wealth, you can break a lot of generational curse in your family. By making this money again, it's your own personal right to make whatever decisions that you make. But I I always think it's kind of silly when people are uh, taking this type of stance because you're not really like the people that you're claiming to be. Because you know what? You could take this stance and you know what? You could actually retire from the NBA and you'll be straight because you made a lot of money. And I just think that it's sending a dangerous message to some of the people that are out in the world. And you're saying that, you know what, I'm going to take the stance and I don't care. And, you know, whatever, I'm set. But when, when we're talking about the mega rich, when we're talking about the one percenters of the world, they can view the world a little differently than we can. 
And like I said, I'm not saying that anybody should be forced into taking the shot. If you don't want to take the shot, if you don't want to take the vaccine, you you say you want to do your research, you 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 know, you have a religious reasons for whatever not wanting to take it. I get it. That's your right. And I would never pressure anybody into getting it because that is your right to put whatever you want to in your body. But let's talk about this seriously. You're leaving $15 million on the table to stand up for something that, you know what, I get what you're saying, but you are not the same. You're not like these people who are that worked through the pandemic and lost their job. Now, if you look at Kyrie's backstory, he paid for nine uh, uh, students from HBCUs to go to college. He donated $1.5 million to WNBA uh, players that were out of work during the pandemic. He's done a lot of charitable work. The, the guy is not somebody that, you know, uh, isn't thoughtful and doesn't know how to use his money. So that's not a problem. But again, you're leaving $15 million on the table. And if you look at how much more good you can do in the world with $15 million, this is kind of a no-brainer to me. Personally, you could have gave me both doses and the flu shot for $15 million. There's enough data out there. There's You actually know enough people who have been vaccinated that you don't have to take this stance. You can look at other players in the league. If you want to look at the head of the league, LeBron James, he's chasing a championship. He's chasing Michael Jordan's record. He's chasing his own. He's trying to make his own legacy. And he said, you know what? I'm going to take this shot and I'm going to be the leader of my team and I'm going to be out here to win championships for L.A. I'm going to make myself available to win championships in L.A. I bet you Kevin Durant and James Harden uh, didn't look at it and say, man, you know, Kyrie, come on, dog. Like, we didn't sign up for this. Like, we're supposed to be competing for championships and you're kind of slowing up the progress. Now, I know that they will never come out and publicly say that because, you know what, that's their guy and they're going to ride with him and they're going to say all the good things. And I know Durant will. He did for Russell Westbrook when they were out in OKC. He covered up a lot of his personal feelings because he would never, ever shit on uh, Russell Westbrook in the national media. And that's what you're supposed to do. Like if, if we're in the trenches together, I will never speak bad about you publicly, but privately. Come on, dog. Come on, man. I did it. Uh, Harden did it. Come on, man. Like, we're the leaders of this team. Let's do it. If you're not going to do it for the money, at least do it for the other guys on the team. So that's the Kyrie Irving dilemma. So his dilemma is he's not going to be able to work in the state of New York because he's unvaccinated and he's taking a hard line stance on saying that, you know what, I'm just not doing it. And again, it is absolutely his prerogative if he does not want to take the shot i get it but you're really leaving your teammates out there out to dry now let's talk about ben simmons personally i think ben is being kind of sensitive in this uh situation if you watched the playoffs last year you know that the atlanta hawks beat uh the 76ers in the playoffs and this really shouldn't have happened like 
the Sixers were the favorite. You know, everybody was trusting the process and they were watching Embiid and they're watching Simmons come along. And you know what? They were the favorites. They came in cocky. They knew they were going to win. They had uh, a home court advantage, but it didn't turn out the way that they thought it was going to turn out. Uh, Atlanta came out to play and they ended up beating them in the playoffs. And uh, Ben Simmons got a lot of blame for that. He didn't play big in the fourth quarter. And the play that actually was like probably, if you look back in history, the play that probably made Ben Simmons feel this way is he actually drops that baseline. He turned around. And I I don't remember the player that was there. It might have been Trey Young. It might have been somebody else. But this player is half the size of Ben Simmons. All right. Normally, a guy that of Ben Simmons stature, about well, I think they say he's about six eleven. You drop step and there's a guy under six foot standing there. You're supposed to bang on him, and you're supposed to bang on him hard. Now Ben Simmons drop steps. He sees the guy, and for whatever reason, he passes the ball. So he passes the ball. The other guy gets it. I think it was Tobias. Goes up for a layup. Gets fouled. Doesn't make the layup. Has to shoot free throws. Uh, makes one of two. So after the game, in the press conference, uh, Joel Embiid kind of points the finger at uh, Ben Simmons. No, I'll take that back. He pointed the finger at Ben Simmons. He just didn't use his name. He describes the play. He said, I don't know what was going on. You know, we had a play under the basket, and it should have been a bucket, but it ends up turning into a free throw where we hit one of two, and the rest is history. So why is this relevant? Well, Ben Simmons uh, took offense to everything that happened in the game and everything that was said about him afterwards. So he pretty much had the summer to think about it. And then he came out and said, I will never play for the 76ers again. So this is a big deal because this man is under contract for five years. His contract was, uh, I believe, according to the Philadelphia Business Journal, is $177 million over five years, which breaks down to roughly about $33 to $35 million a year. Now, that's a lot of money, right? So that's a lot of money. So he's in a different situation than Kyrie. He just doesn't want to play for Philly anymore. He's under contract, and he's an all-star level player, so Philadelphia is not getting rid of him. Like, we're not happy with you, but at the same time, come on, dog. Like, we just gave you $177 million. Get out of your feelings. Let's get back and play ball. Now, Ben Simmons probably will never admit this, but he's mad at Joel Embiid. Like, you didn't have my back. Like, you're supposed to do what Kevin Durant did for Russell Westbrook and what he's doing for Kyrie Irving. You're supposed to have my back. But Embiid keeps saying stuff in the media, keep taking little shots, but at the same time, wants Ben Simmons back. So Ben Simmons like, you know what? I'm not even playing in the preseason. I'm going to show y'all that y'all need me, and I'm going to show you your, what your disrespect means. Well, Philadelphia doubled down. What they did was they ended up fining him $1.4 million for missing four preseason games, not to mention all of the fines for not practicing, and they took $8.2 million and put it in an escrow account, so they froze his money out. So Ben Simmons is like, oh, man, they not playing with me. Like, you know, they basically called his bluff. Like, yeah, you're the man, but we're going to show you that this is a business. So Ben Simmons finally decided to stop his holdout. He decided to come back to practice with the team, but ended up getting sent home for uh, behavior that was detrimental to the to, 
the team's success. So he's not practicing. Rumor has it that they were doing a defensive drill and he just wasn't trying to hear it. And Doc had to send him home, which is going to end up costing him some more money. So this is my thing. Ben, I get it. You're frustrated with all of the things that were said about you. You're frustrated with your teammates. But you got to let this one go. Because only thing this is doing is it's hurting your pocket. And I heard something that uh, Kwame Brown said. You know, Kwame Brown was a, a ex-NBA player. He played on the Los Angeles Lakers. I believe he played with the, uh, the Wizards. He was drafted by the Wizards. Uh, but Kwame Brown said something very insightful. What he basically said was, you know, you're costing yourself money because you're a product. You know, these teams are investing in you. So they take all of these million dollars and you're representing their brand, their company. So when you put on their jersey, you are part of that brand. And despite whether you like what management is doing or not, you're still, you know, an asset to that company. So by choosing not to play, they have the right to find you, no matter how good you think you are or how good you are. They have the rights to find you now. You know, there's a lot of players that didn't like the situations that they were in. I mean, look at LeBron when he was in Cleveland. He didn't like the way that Dan Gilbert was running the team or the players that they were bringing in. But you know what? He waited till his contract was up and he was able to dictate the terms of where he was going. And he went to Miami and he went on to win championships. Ben, you are an exceptional talent. I mean, exceptionally good. You don't find 6'11 point guards. Now, he may not have a jump shot, but if y'all remember, LeBron didn't have a jump shot when he came into the league. Now, it's better than, it was better than Ben Simmons, obviously, but he didn't have this wet jump shot that you see today. He had to work and work and work, and over time, you can't leave LeBron open. You know how you used to go under the screen and make LeBron shoot jump shots because you just wanted him to go to the basket and you funnel him to a big man and, you know, you had a better chance of defending him. You play him like that now. LeBron is draining three-pointers. He's hitting mid-range. He's hitting fadeaways. And Ben Simmons could possibly graduate to that level of play. But you got to get out of Philadelphia. And when you get out of Philadelphia, you have to protect yourself as a brand. Nobody's going to want you if you're damaged goods. If they say, you know what, you don't want that Latrell Sprewell like he might choke a coach or he might not show up to practice. You don't want that stigma around your name. Trust me, I get it. When I was in college, I played for a coach that I didn't necessarily like. I played in a system that I didn't necessarily like. And you know what? Maybe I didn't play it right either, and I get it. But there wasn't millions involved. Dog, you're scheduled to get $33 million. They've already fined you $1.4. And you know what? You tried to say, hey, you know what? Okay, tried to get that money back, and they didn't budge. They have $8.2 million of your money. Sitting in an escrow account. And bro, believe me, they won't pay you if you don't show up and perform. Easily, on a, on a bad night, 
you're a top five in the NBA right now on a bad night. That means you just show up in the gym and you just do your thing and you're not even putting maximum effort in your top five player in the league. You have to put your differences aside. You have to remember this is a business. And businesses will do what businesses do. They will move on. They will replace you. They'll find you. And you know what? They'll force compliance. So my advice to you, Ben, if, if, if you, if, if I know you're probably never going to listen to this, but if you were, if I was to give you advice, I would say, man, you know what? Just show up, do what you have to do. Keep your head down, keep firing. And then when the time is right, when you're, because your contract, you're an unrestricted free agent. And when that time comes, you make your move and you go, you follow LeBron's blueprint and you go to the team that you want to be on. But you got to give yourself the opportunity to be able to get there without damaging your brand. And brother, you are a bad basketball player. And I don't mean bad as in bad. I mean Michael Jackson, bad, bad basketball player. You got game. So just keep doing what you do. You know, just make sure that you're you're available. And you know what? Avoid these fines. So, you know, I'd give Kyrie and I'd give Ben Simmons the exact same advice. And I know money isn't everything, but it's pretty damn important in this lifetime. And you brothers have the opportunity to make money that the average person will never see in their lifetime. You can change your family situation. You can change your situation. You guys are destroying the generational curse in your family. So I just look at it like these are petty beefs that you guys have. You put your differences aside with your team and go out there and compete for championships. So I'm going to end it there. That was my little rant on uh, these two players. I know that the those two headlines have dominated the NBA. Uh, hopefully they don't uh, be storylines throughout the entire season because I'd like to see both of these players play. I know that's a selfish thing for me to say because these are real-life situations that they're going through. But like I said, I hope that these two brothers could uh, put their differences uh, to the side with their teams and management and them could sit down and and really talk some sense into both of these brothers so they could get back to playing, doing what they do best, and that's playing some great basketball. That's my little rant on it. Uh, like I said, the NBA is back, and we had a, a absolute classic to, to begin the season. And if that is anything to foreshadow what this season is going to be like, we have a beauty on the way. Uh, I Like I said, I, I love both teams, the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers. Those are probably my two favorite teams right now. And I just got an absolute treat to see them play on the in the season opener. Uh it's good to see uh, Steph still playing at a high level. He had a triple-double tonight. LeBron James playing at a high level. He had 34 points. So it's going to be a great season. And not to mention, Klay Thompson didn't even play tonight. So just imagine how dangerous Golden State is going to be when that boy gets back. So, again, this was my rant on Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. Uh, Anchor allows me to... Uh, allow you guys to call in and leave me voice messages and I can answer those 
on the air. So if you are listening to this and you have uh, any opinion on it, you agree with me, you disagree with me, please go ahead and leave me a voicemail. I will play it next time on the air. This, Like I said, this is just a bonus episode so I can rant about what's going on. The NBA is back and hopefully that you know we don't have too many of these other side stories that will dominate the uh dominate and take away from what's most important about the nba great nba basketball being played okay i'm gonna end the rant there thank you for listening uh it's again it's your boy will from the hws also known as the health wealth and sports podcast thanks for tuning in well that concludes another episode of hws I'd like to take time out to thank all of my listeners. Uh, I would be nothing without you guys, and I really appreciate that you keep tuning in to every episode and taking in my content and listening to me rant. Uh, That means the world to me, and I just want to take time out to let you guys know. Uh, So I'm going to end it there. Peace and love, and please stay tuned for the next episode.